Welcome to another Father Son Podcast with your host Jeff Dens and Forrest Dens. We got this down, man. We're making a great entrance. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. I feel good. How was your day? Good. How did you finish your math homework? Yeah. It's 1046. This podcast was going to be super late. We were going to talk about another one of those quotes that I have, but today we're going to have to blow that one off because we don't have enough time to have an hour chat tonight, right? Yeah. How are, you're looking pretty tired, dude. Yeah, maybe I'll let you sleep in until 6.20 tomorrow. So as soon as I wake you up, shower, we're going to go to Lala. She's going to be mad because I was late yesterday, uh, today. I'll be late tomorrow, too. But that's okay. Or I could just wake up earlier, shower, and then take a nap on the bus. Yeah. Um, I don't understand. Like, I wish I could speak with Lala a little bit better. I think it actually works better that I drive her to the stop. I tried to drive her home. I was like, yo, Lala, I'll give you a ride home. Jump in. And she just kept walking. <laughs> I was going to drive her back to the house so she didn't have to walk back. It's cold out, man. I feel bad that she's got to walk. Yeah. <clears throat> but next week you'll be off, so then you can um, just stay home or go over there one or the other. And just neither one of you guys have to go outside. Yeah, if you just did homework one day, get it all knocked out at Lala's house, it'd be perfect. I have a 34-page packet and 129 pages to read for ELA. Yeah. And it's really annoying. All right. Well, what do you got, two weeks? Like a week and a half. Yeah. I have to draft my social studies essay, too. Mm-hmm. Sound like a lot of work. <laughs> Sound like you better do some every day. My teachers have no pity on me. How long do you think it's going to take you to do all that? The ELA? No, the whole thing. All of it. The whole thing? Mm-hmm. How many hours? Maybe four or five. Four or five? So Maybe the... not even four or five. Like three, three and a half. So let's Depending say Depending on what the four. math mark is. We're going to add 25% because it always takes you at least 25% longer than you say to do your homework. So that makes it five hours. And then anything that long, I'll probably add another two hours because it will take time away. So that's like seven and a half hours of homework over, you know, was that? Uh, and if I do it bit 11, by bit. 11 days. And if I do it bit by bit mm-hmm. over the days of break, I mean, it probably won't take as much time away. Right. I'll probably do it faster because I'll be more efficient. So, I mean, it'd be more like five, six hours. Yeah, you're mumbling a little bit, so make sure you're talking to the mic so they can pick you up. All right. All right, thank you. Um, let's all, when we get, when you get all your homework, because it'll be Friday, right, when you get your homework, let's map out exactly how much homework you have when we get home Friday. Uh, well, after the gym Friday, when we come back and sit down. I'm probably going to have to work Friday or Saturday and Sunday. And then I'll have to take a lot of shopping somewhere in there too, but we'll figure it out. Anyways, we'll figure out exactly how much homework you have. We'll break it down day by day how much homework you need to get done every day to play before you can play video games and stuff. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, we'll, we'll have a whole plan. We'll have it organized. It'll be on the yeah. fridge. And then you do really good when you know exactly what you need to do. You've been doing really good with everything I has to do housework-wise. And uh, I've been really proud of you this trip mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. It's not over yet. We're half, more than halfway. Christmas break shouldn't be too bad, though. No, Christmas break should be easy, but you have a tendency to get lazy when you have the whole day off and try and get it all done at the end, which is something we need to fix. Yeah. So I think this time, if you stay home, the days that you stay home, I want everything done before you watch TV. And I know you're honest enough to do that, and I really, really respect that about you. <sighs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I had to yawn. Yeah. You got to see one of my uh, favorite games on PlayStation, Sympathy. Yeah. Sympathy. That that I can't. Symphony say. of Light. Yeah. Uh, for uh, PlayStation One, Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Really solid game. Mm, it didn't look as good as I remember. I remember it looking beautiful. 
That's because it was beautiful for PlayStation 1. <laughs> yeah, it was such a big step up from uh, uh, Super Nintendo that I was like, oh my god, it looks so good. Probably looks terrible to you now because you play games like Red Dead and Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and even Horizon Zero Dawn had like, amazing graphics. Even the games of today that are like that are like super well done now. The drawing, the renderings are so good. Even the ones that they do in the old 8-bit style like that, they still look real, uh, even better. There's no jagged lines on it anywhere. Because they know what they're doing now more than mm -hmm. ever. And it plays a little bit faster too, a little bit higher frame rate. But, I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, It'd be crazy if they did like a throwback game. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they've done a throwback game, but it was like a first-person shooter, which is dumb. There's lots of throwback games that they go back and redo. But like uh, a... Like a there's been a ton of them, but yeah. like... There's for a whole while, little while there, PlayStation Three and PlayStation Four are making a ton of those games. Um, I heard Jeff Studley would like to sit down and do a video game podcast. So if I talk talk about him now, I can tag him in this later. So then he he'll listen to this maybe, and then talk about coming on a podcast and doing a video game one. Yeah. Um. I'm, a, go ahead. We had a good dinner today. Yeah, we had a great dinner. Doctor Kroll made it like a super spectacular, spectacular like that word. Spintacular. Spintacular. Like, he made it great again. He made macaroni and cheese great again. He had a taco meat, taco shells, taco cheese. Woo! -wee. Taco mac and cheese. It was good. Yeah, we should have had that yesterday on Taco Tuesday, but. We had raviolis. They yeah. were good. Excuse me, I burped a little bit. And we have more raviolis in the fridge. Yeah. Very solid. You're really tired tonight. Let's, um. What were you going to say? After, well, yeah, after you're talking about getting Mr. Sudley on the podcast. Oh, I was going to say that we're about, I'm going to have Antonio Smith on the podcast soon. I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, not this Sunday, next Sunday. He wanted another week to come down before he comes on and talks, spills the beans about what he's got to say. It's going to be a good one. It'll be a really good one. It'll be really popular really quick. Do you know, um, um, remember that podcast that I had with, um, the old UFC guy? Dan Severn? No, the guy everyone made fun of. Fred Eddish. No. That Fred Eddish... I don't think I ever listened. That Fred Eddish podcast is over uh, 1,500 views right now. I don't think I ever listened to the whole Every week it's been getting like 20 new views. It's, been, it's my second most popular podcast right now. What's and, the most popular? Uh, uh, James Tony. <laughs> <laughs> If you ever want to hear a funny podcast, listen to about two minutes of the James Tony podcast. Listen from like five minutes to seven minutes. And then uh, you'll hear why everyone passed this one around. It was pretty funny, dude. For a while, we were getting like, uh, the first couple of days, we were getting like six, seven hundred hits every day. So you know people are passing it around. That's great. It was like a little bit of uh, viral. Viralness going on there. That's great. It was like when that body shot knockout was going around. It got like 2,000 views in like two days. That's, that's funny. Yeah. I just, one of the podcasts going to take off, man. I'm telling you. Me and Ray are pretty funny together. Mr. Solomon's is, did pretty well too, right? Yeah, Mr. Solomon's is close to 1,000 views now. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty popular guy. He might make it big, so that one might actually be popular someday. Some like really popular. You should keep doing them with him. Yeah, I want to I do another one with him when I have him over to eat again. Um... Hopefully soon. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can get uh, world champion Coach Eric Herbert on here again. Probably have to be over the phone, but it'd be a good one. Yeah. Maybe get him for a half hour, talk about King of the Cage. Yeah. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. 
And your hashtag idea has been pretty good, too. I think it's been getting me some more people watching. Good. And that fencing podcast, dude, listen to that one. It's good. That Niles Thompson guy, he's yeah. pretty He's pretty good. Has that like one it. got a lot of views? No, not really. Like 40. Not so good. I just came out Sunday, though. Yeah. And uh, the way I posted it, um, usually I post it, and the link is right in the picture. For some reason, when I posted it, the link to the podcast wasn't in the, the, the main thing. So when you click on it, it doesn't take you to the podcast. It takes you to my messenger. Yeah, it's weird. I got a couple of caveman messages for people that tried, probably tried to click on it to um, listen to the podcast, and it takes it right to a message to me. I don't know why that that's on there. Um, so I reposted it on my regular fan site, Jeff Captain Caveman Den, instead of Caveman's Corner. So hopefully I get some more hits for uh, Nels. Because that's a really good podcast, and uh, it's pretty cool because we talk about Princess Bride, a lot of good stuff. And uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to listen to that part. <laughs> yeah, we talked about what got me into MMA. Uh, we talked about fencing, a lot about fencing. I learned about it. We talked about this sword right here. I open and close the sword. Is this a sword, or would you call that a katana? Katana. This is uh, katana is a style of sword. So. So I guess yeah. we would call it a uh-huh. sword. Then. I like Joe Rogan. I got a sword in my podcast room. Jorgen has a sword in his podcast room? Yeah. Oh, I put it upside down. <laughs> Fixed. I feel like you would like like, cool weapons. I would like cool weapons. But you can't take them back. What do you mean? Well, you can't You can't go to another country and then take it back with yeah. you. Yeah. You know who's got, uh, who used to have a lot of cool weapons? Who? Mr. Darren. When he lived in his mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> he had a whole He had a whole wall of stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> Are you laughing about the man living in his mom's basement when he was like 40? <laughs> oh, man. You're mean. You're one mean dude, dude. Are you going to live in our basement when you're old? I hope not. And if I do, can I at least get the garage? And if I do, can I at least get the garage? I think once you're 18, you should start paying rent here, dude. And then you can stay as long as you want because you're helping me pay the rent. <laughs> No, I'm paying the rent. I'm hoping you pay the bill. No, you won't pay the whole rent, dude. There's no way you can afford it as a kid. Yeah, but I'm paying rent. Uh huh. You said I'm helping you pay the rent. Pay my bills, I'm at. I'm helping you. Yeah. You I'm pay my bills. You help me pay my bills. Yeah. I think that's important because you know why? Why? It gives you motivation to move out. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should have motivation to move out. I really, really honestly do. I don't think it's. A bad thing to want your kids to move out. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Isn't well, it annoying having them in your house? Not really, because you want your kids around. Like, you always feel like you want your kids around, and you always want to be able to protect them. But and then, don't you kind of get like tricked into doing their chores for them? Well, I mean that's kind of on you, like if you do their chores or not. But I mean, here's the thing: like, a lot of parents make it so their kids never want to leave. They're always taking care of their kids. And even, you know, the, the generation right after mine, you know, they're still living at home and stuff. I know housing is very, very expensive and it's hard to get housing, but you should be motivated to get a job to go get that money to get out, you know. Yeah. Um, you should have to pay rent to stay at someone's house and even more. Um, not because I don't want you living with me, because I always want you here with me, dude. I love you. Like, you're a part of me. I made you. I've watched you grown up. I watched you turn into a man, you know, by the time you're then... We're going to have disagreements, but I'm still going to love you no matter what you do, you know? 
Like, if you killed 10 people, I'd still love you. I, I would. Cause, I'd be in jail, though. Yeah, you'd be in jail, and I'd be like, oh, what happened? You know, but I would still love you. Because I know the good person that's inside of you, and I know, like, in a certain situation, anyone can do anything. Yeah. And there's circumstances that can lead to anyone doing anything. So anything can happen in this world, right? And I truly, truly believe that. I know there's a lot of people that have done horrendous things that are probably okay or good people, or at least were, before what happened happened. And and like that doesn't you, there's no switch that you can flick that turns off how you feel about your kid, you know. So you always want to protect them and you always want to take care of them, even if you're not happy with them or they drive you bonkers or they're abusive to you. There's a lot, of, you know, like a lot of kids are abusive to their parents. Their parents still love them because they remember them from the time that you were a little baby, you know, and you had my boxing gloves on for the first time, and you hit the punch bag at Buffalo BJJ, and I'm like, oh, and it melts your heart, you know. There's all those moments that you have of watching you grow up or watching you fight that kid and then grow from that, watching you cry at the tournament and come back and be so strong and so tough after that, watching you do so well at the first couple tournaments, you know, watching you struggle with jiu-jitsu now and going back and doing so well, Watching how good you are at stand-up. Be like, oh, four, show me shadow box. And all, like, all this stuff. There's so much stuff that I'm proud of you about. Just the person that you are, the way you take care of people. You know, all that stuff's not going to go away when you do some, when you party one time and maybe get drunk or get stoned or do something stupid that I want to slap you around for because you know better than to do, but you still do anyways. Right? That's part of growing up. Sometimes you need to make that mistake and feel like a retard, <laughs> even if that's a bad word. You need to feel like a retard and know that, oh, that's why I shouldn't do that because it makes this feeling in me, you know? I want to generate that feeling in you that not only do you want to leave the house and still respect me, but you're motivated to leave the house and get a better job and a better place. Be like, if I'm paying this much money here, I might as well go out on my own and do this, you know? Like, that's a good thing because our job is to protect you <clears throat> while you're too young to protect yourself. And then teach you to take care of yourself, right? That's the job of a parent, for me to teach you to take care of yourself the best that I can and send you out in the world so you can make your life better than my life, right? And that's what I want for you. And that's what mom wants for Well, mom might want to hold on to you and <laughs> snuggle and cuddle you forever. She may have a little of uh, Bev in her from uh, Goldberg's. <laughs> Maybe a little Bev Goldberg in there. But um, she wants to see you do really well in life too, you know? She's... She's a very tough woman herself, and she's going to make sure that you get out and be a good person, or at least be a good person. And um, I don't know. I guess we can cut it off here. That's a, a good talk. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. How long was it? It's almost 15 minutes. It'll be 15 minutes by the time we're done saying goodbye. It wasn't short. Yeah. Short. 11 o'clock. Bedtime. Yep. All right. Good night. Good night. I love you, man. Love you, too. I always will love you. Even if you're crazy. Even if you forget to shower for like six weeks and you just stay down in the basement and play video games. And you don't come up to do anything except for eat mushroom pizza. I wouldn't shower. I wouldn't not shower for six weeks. I hope not. Maybe for like a couple of days, but that's not <laughs> And when you don't shower for a couple of days, it smells like you haven't showered for six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude, I love you, man. Have a great night, and I will see you tomorrow. Yep. Early in the morning. I'm going to be knocking on your door. Wake up. Your alarm didn't wake you up again. Wake up. Your alarm didn't wake you up again. Hey, Forrest.
I think Liliana may be here. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, man. I love you. <laughs>